Who knows? Maybe maybe George. Maybe George was getting his thing on, bro. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's. I don't know. Maybe George was a promiscuous man back in his prime. Maybe he's like Phil Foden before Phil Foden. Just, just going out being a little dirtbag, dirty self. Getting his younger friend in trouble because the media yeah. just scapegoats people. Facts, dude. Fucking wearing track suits and a goddamn bull cut everywhere as he goes. <laughs> Indiscriminate, dirty white boy. <laughs> and gets no flack for it whatsoever. Stanced up. He's always stanced up, like no matter where. It's because his legs are too long for his body. Like his, I, like like your legs can be long, but you don't have to always turn diagonally to take. Wake up! Picture. Wake up! Yeah. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the We Call It Soccer Show. How we doing today, Michael? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to get into some Champions League, Premier League. We're going to talk about uh, the changes to the Champions League coming in 2024. Of course, visit our Americans abroad and domestically. Mm-hmm. Who's your guy? My guy, Cade Cowell, that guy. Cade Cowell, best striker on this side of the Mississippi, probably the best striker on this side of the, of the Milky Way. Um, all that and more to come after these messages from our sponsors. Let's dive in. Wake up, wake up. This episode is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the top seltzers on the market right now, full of antioxidants, full of real fruit flavor. I'm sipping on one right now. I have the watermelon lemonade flavor. And to be honest, you ever just have a hot summer's day working in the backyard, doing what you need to do for your parents, for yourself, whatever it is, and you want something to drink, but you don't want a water. You don't want iced tea. You don't want lemonade. You, you want something hearty, something hard, something that's going to refresh you and make you feel good. That's when I turn to Vizzy. It's my only option. Every time I go to Walmart, Publix, Stop and Shop, your nearest retailer, it's there. Get it cold, get it hot, put it on ice, put it in a glass, drink it out of the can. Does not matter. Taste is not compromised. And I would recommend this to everyone. Vizzy Hard Seltzers. Thank you to the people at Vizzy for sponsoring the show. Now back to We Call the Soccer. Wake up, wake up, yeah. Oh my God, so excited. You see the Mbappe news? No. Game time decision now. Oh. oh. He uh, said he would train today, and that was the result of the training. That would be a what game time that? decision. So um, my guess is he's not going to start. I'll say that right now. The first time we met, it was um, – it was honestly a great game. Both these legs in the Champions League were great games. City went with our now preferred front three in the big games. Phil, Kevin, Riyad, Rodri in behind all of them, Ilkay and Bernardo pushing up, Joao at left, Kyle out right, Ruben, John, Ederson. Even though Joao got subbed out for Zinchenko after you know, 50-some minutes, it, I thought that was a good change. Um, this was a this was a great game throughout. Marquinhos with an absolutely stunning header from a stunning cross from Angel de Maria. It's just beautiful all the way around. You know, just glancing, got to just the right kind of contact at the right angle. You know, um, good offense always good beats good defense. I can't really say that was anyone's fault. I mean, sure somebody could have got their head on it, but Marquinhos is yeah. uh 
he's world-class. He's been world-class and he's still only 26, which blows my mind. But um, yeah, halftime one zero PSG. Um, great game. Kind of worried, but also not. Uh, Zinchenko sub, very good sub gets an assist in the, from to De Bruyne. I don't know. You know, he gets a stat for it, but it was really De Bruyne with a peach of a cross, just right area, you know, all the commentators saying, you know, football fundies, that's what you do. Can't hit anybody. So it goes into the net. De Bruyne said that post-match and uh, Riyad Mahrez with a, uh, with a great free kick. It was a good free kick. But really, the, the, that, that training ground routine was, was absolutely one of the kind. It was, it was immaculate. It was, it was cheeky. It was clever. I've, I've, uh, I've never seen it pulled off before live. You know, we had the wall in front of the wall. The wall ducked. Uh, Kimpembe and Paredes, I think, moved slightly like an inch or two apart. No, like, like two feet apart. No, 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 no. Two yeah. inches, you know, either way. That's like composite four. So, so the ball is going to fit through four inches. It hit him. It, look, it grazed him on the way through. That's why. How how wide is a soccer ball? I don't know. Probably like I'd say nine inches. Eight in, ten inches. We'll yeah. I don't know. All right. Well. Um. Anyway, you know, it it, it confused him. It worked. It went in, and uh, then, you know, we really were bossing the game at this point, and Drusa Gay boneheaded red card out for the next leg and you know we we should have taken advantage of this more but good win good win on the road in paris two away goals mbappe's questionable game time decision um feel 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 as good as you can feel uh yeah um city should be feeling pretty good definitely two big away goals uh psg this champions league have been better on the road uh, went to Bayern, smacked them up, and um, <clears throat> did the same thing in the other knockout stages. So uh, definitely not over yet. And then the game itself was the first goal from Kevin De Bruyne because Marquinhos, he said it, perfect, great header. Nothing anyone could have done about that. Just perfect ball. The velocity, height, everything was spot on. But uh, the second goal, like uh, – it was beautifully placed by uh, Kevin. Um, one thing, maybe Navas could have came out and kind of commanded it more, not saying, like, should have dove for it in the post, but go claim it high, like kind of control your box. That's kind of the only criticism I have there, but nothing else he could do besides that. And then a uh, great free kick by Mars. Like, it's always it's great if it goes in and it went in. But uh, PSG definitely got to be kicking themselves for allowing – uh, two goals like that, I would say. So I'd look for him to be next match a lot more, you know, disciplined. I'd say, maybe more Navas, more aggressive, uh, and then like little things like making sure that the wall doesn't split, kind of like that. And but uh, like you said, with Mbappe being a game time decision, I think he starts and plays ninety minutes because uh, he kind of has to. Like they're they're not going to do much about him. I mean, you can say the same thing about Rashford. Rashford's been on two bum limbs for six months or two years. Who knows? And he's, well, he's always a game time decision. But he's I mean, Mbappe's the next MB. goat. 
he's the next goat. The goats are built different. So, unless you're ready to anoint I mean, you know, Rashford well, in that class, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm not putting Rashford in that class. I'm just saying he is. He has been knighted. There is MBE in his title. That is a that is a different class of man. So uh, maybe he, he, not uh, most people need ankles, <laughs> shoulders to operate in an athletic capacity, but not, not Marcus. Marcus. No. Uh, uh, but uh, I think it'll be another good tie. Um, it's going to be crazy because PSG is going to have to come at them, like and not not do the the volleyball tactic. Just you know, kind of mm-hmm. go at them. And then City knows that, and then City are going to go back at them. So it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, I swear if this ends like nil-nil, I, both of them should be eliminated. This is goals <laughs> written all over it, and I'm super yeah. excited for it. Nah, it's going to be an awesome game. And honestly, like, I know I'm biased, but I think that plays into our favor. Yeah. Because, um, you know, they got they got Neymar and a hobbled Mbappe and, and Di Maria at best. And we have Foden, De Bruyne, Mara, Silva, Gundogan, and then Cancelo. We can throw on Aguero if we need too late. Yeah. Jesus is even an option. He can make things happen off the ball. You know, he's just not an in-the-box type of guy, but he's very talented. Yeah, um, he finds the ball. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think he'll play in our favor. I think we'll go through, but it's definitely going to be a really, really exciting game. Appointment television. Both these games are, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And a perfect segue into Real Madrid and the Blue Lions of Chelsea. The Blue Lions of Chelsea. More like the, the blue, the blue, uh, the blue, blue textbooks because, because Christian Pulisic put these clowns in his fucking backpack to rescue a point on the road. Um, just wow. Wow. Honestly, I'm gassing uh, a little bit. Courtois is a fucking idiot. No, However, no gas. No gas. Nah, no gas. No breaks. Full train ad. Captain America is back. He is here. And God bless his hamstrings. May they be strong. May they be strong and, and fertile during this critical time during his season and, and the USA season. Um, just what a goal from him. Dribbles the keeps. Cool as you like. Calm as a cucumber. More slippery than a wet glizzy in a tub of oil. God damn, this guy is great. Holy shit. And um, just when you thought you, you just saw the goal of the Champions League, Kareem Benzema said, hold my beer. As we both said, if Madrid is going to get something out of it, it's because that man does something crazy. And oh my God, he did. The touch to the header, to the half folly, top bins. What the fuck? How do you yeah. even do that? Like it, He controlled even, it with his nose. He, he, it, it hit him in the nose and it just fell perfectly. And the awareness. <laughs> like that is insane. But um, the game kind of died after that, you know? Um, yeah. Neither team, you know, Chelsea had had another big chance after that. Of course, Mr. Timo Werner, the boofer, squandered it. Oh, my God. Um, being that is what he does. But uh, 1-1, Chelsea got the away goal thanks to the baby Jesus, Captain America, Christian Pulisic himself. He is definitely a top 10 player in the world right now on form. And um, if you think that's incorrect, then you're incorrect. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, this tie, kind of like the last one. Um, 
I think should be done and dusted or should have been. Like yes, that game. Yeah, like oh. Foden shot it right at Navas. Could have been three one and uh, Not Werner shooting it literally right at Courtois. I I know I said great save by Courtois. I stand by it. He had to save it with his foot. So giving him his uh, praise, but oh my god, what a miss! That was like crazy, just right in front of net. Pulisic would have had an assist, which makes it even worse. Uh, and he just bricked it. And that should have been two. It should have been two zero at that point, and then it would have been tough for Madrid to come back. And you would have think they would have tried to get a goal, opening space up, and who knows what would have happened. But uh, yeah, coming to the bridge, Chelsea going to be like they always are, super organized. Nil uh, nil gets them through, so they'll look to keep a clean sheet. Uh, they're also pretty good going forward, like you uh, touched on. Christian Pulisic is playing the best he's played since. Uh, that Runny had in post lockdown, so this is really good to see. But um, yeah, just I think feel like this game is definitely going to be a lot more boring than the other one because of the way Chelsea, excuse me, the way Chelsea are going to set up and uh, just kind of pack it in, be safety first, and then kind of attack them when they can. And Madrid are, you know, gonna do what they do, I guess, um, but. I don't see a lot of goals in this either way because Militao has been on fire for Madrid and uh, Chelsea are one of the best defensive teams since Tuchel came in in the world. So I could see it ending nil-nil. I could definitely see this one ending nil-nil. And that's probably what I think is going to happen, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, man, I could could definitely see a no-nil in this one. Um. It's it's still going to be a very very tense game. Yeah, you know, at one one mistake here or there is going to just absolutely change it. Mm-hmm. Um, still, some question marks on the Madrid side. Is Ramos going to be back? Is Val is Valverde going to be able to play? Mendy going to be able to play? Um, those are three big names on the back line, and uh, who knows if if they can if they can. They can play. They might be the difference in the game. Very true. If they can't, then Madrid's going to have a really tough hill to climb. Honestly, man, Christian Pulisic probably going to have to step up again, or Mason Mount. Those are the names to watch. I'd say if if you want to if you want to touch the goal props, I think one Kai of those Havard. two. Kai if Havard. he starts, but he he, he he's going to start. <clears throat> he started in the Premier League, but. It was, he, a, it was a semi-rotated side from the Champions League. I, so. I think he has to start. I mean, uh, he uh, he scored. He had a brace. Yeah, he scored the last time he played, too, in the Cup, but he didn't start the Champions League. So, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe two solid performances is enough to convince Tommy, but uh, I don't know. It took it took Christian longer than that to, to convince him. I was, so. He was nursing the hamstrings. He was nursing the hamstrings. Stand yeah. by. Look, uh, look. I, I'd like to see Havertz start as well. I think he's a better finisher. Honestly, put Giroud in there. Let the Frenchmen battle it out up top. That's, yeah, that's what, really what I'd like to see. What happened to that guy? Uh, I think his name's like Tammy Abraham. Who knows? Haven't seen him in months. Months. I don't feel bad for Tammy Abraham, to be honest. Like he, Not better than Werner. I, I, I like Tammy <laughs> Abraham. I don't think he's anything special, but I, I think he's solid. 
I think I he's think, better than Werner. I think yeah. he's won more goals. I think he would have finished that chance in Madrid. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Maybe not 100%. I'm guessing that. But No, um, no I, I'm... I, no. Maybe. No, yeah. no, like, you literally had to get your foot to it. And the one possible outcome that was out of thousands, Werner was able to do, and that was kicking it right at Courtois' foot. little one-two. And just... Not yeah, but we digress. We digress. And um, a good thing to digress into from the Champions League could be the, uh, the new changes to the 2024 Champions League. Yeah. Shout out Saul underscore MUFC. Woo-woo. Suggestion. Woo. Um, but yes, yes. GGMU, L-U-H-G. Glazers out. Glazers we'll get out. to that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so 2024 Champions League changes kind of went under the uh, under the rug for the football world just because everybody was so fucking blindsided by the abrupt announcement of the breakaway stupid league, which failed within three days. For now, you know, there's still much work to be done. But um, UEFA and Co. ECA, you know, the people that came out so strongly against the the Super League, tried to sneak this one under the table (laughs) right after. (laughs) Sly bastards, these guys are. So um, basically, the Champions League would be expanding from 32 teams to 36 teams. The four teams that are going to be added are going to be added based in off coefficient from their league. Um, So I think it, it would be two more from England, one more from Italy and then the fourth from Germany. And then no other French team would make it in just because, you know, they're already fifth as is. So, you know, although there's an argument to be made, that's not fair. It's kind of similar to how the super league was trying to work based on legacy. And um, another change is that there will be no more group stage. You know, the 32 teams were split into eight pools of four that will now be replaced by a 36 team league, one singular league. And each team will play 10 matches based on seeding from the previous season. Um, is there any explanation on that? No, not at the moment. None. Um, UEFA will probably just come up with some crack shit answer about, you know, why, why Arsenal should be playing four Wi-Fi passwords and have a very easy route to uh, to some sort of European competition. But, you know, overall, this takes the Champions League from 125 matches to 225 matches. That is an additional 100 matches. Um, one concern people already have is domestic cup competitions, mainly the energy drink cup. Who really cares? I care because we won it. It's a very important cup. And... Um, it's just taken away from the from the you know the greater pool of the football pyramid once again, um, and how this would work is the top eight in the league would automatically qualify for the knockout stage, and then the last um, one two three, and then the, and then there'd be a knockout stage from sixteen to twenty four. Not sure how that works. How the winners and losers would be seated out. But as of right now, 
you you would have to assume that it be they'd be filtered into the Europa League or the upcoming hipster Europa Conference League. Um, you know, because you know you got to have the parachute payments either way. You, you you can't get kicked from the competition. No, you can't. No, you just go down and rough. win an easier group. You know, because yeah. that's how everything should work. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the gist of it. Not too many details, of course, because uh, UEFA is them. But at the end of the day, this is basically Super League light. It's not a good thing. It, uh, it, it takes away from the merit-based qualification for the Champions League, which has been gradually watered down over time. And this is just another step in that. Um, but it looks like the fans are finally taken realizing how much control they have so you know hopefully this uh this won't you know go through but as of right now it is on track to be the new format for 2024 25 yeah um there are a couple of things that well most of it's kind of shitty but a lot of things that uh the main things i really don't like about it is uh the four extra teams and like where they come from just it doesn't sit right with me. So the third place team, like you were talking about in uh for right now, that would be France makes it. But at any point it's cause it's the fifth ranked league by UEFA. And at any point that's subject to change depending on how UEFA ranks people. So that's just like another alley for corruptness. Like if Monaco or not Monaco, if uh, the Portuguese league slide them some money, maybe Portugal is the fifth best league because they are closing that gap. But stuff like that's a little shady. And then the coefficient part of it, like like you said, the merit, like doing well means nothing anymore because uh, Liverpool and Dortmund, if the season's ended today, would be in it. And do either of them really deserve Champions League? I'd say Liverpool doesn't at least. Dortmund's still fighting for it, so. I guess, but I just, it takes away from a lot of stuff and it's almost as bad as a super league. It's not terrible because like, I guess anyone can play in it like the champions league, but, uh, it's, it's like, it's like super league light and that's stupid. And there definitely needs to be a reform. I think the closer we get to it actually coming into play, the more obviously we'll hear about it the more outrage there will probably be and uh, the more likelihood there is of a change, but probably for at least two years, I wouldn't, uh, I don't think there'd be much movement on it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's going to be much movement in the immediate future. Um, The only thing I'd say is the, so actually the, the teams that get in from that would get in from France, that, that is that's like the same thing as the coefficients you were talking about. And it's that that's like tracked historically. So that's like so the point is to keep the Portuguese league out. You know what I'm saying? Like they the corrupt people are already the people who would be qualifying in. And it would just it's like the same kind of way of filtering money in, you know? Because like like you said, Liverpool and Dortmund would get into that. And since they're in this year they'd be in it next year because that would add to their coefficient over time. And it just makes it harder and harder and harder for the smaller yeah. leagues to get into, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the super league light. 
new Champions League changes. Um, not good stuff. Not good stuff no. at all. No. Terrible. No, 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 no. But um, let's segue. Let's let's get into let's get in some good stuff from the week. Where do you where do you want to go next? Um, let's talk about the go to England League a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go like to the UK. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bank holiday in the UK today. Whoop whoop. Don't know for what, but the banks need power time to off. you guys. Yeah. They do. You know give what? The That's big what? banks time off. Give the big banks time what off. Go wrong. Yeah, give the give the suits suits a little <laughs> break from pounding the pounding the English people. Yeah, Just give them a little break. They deserve it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Friday was uh, the start of the game: Southampton versus Leicester City. Um, Yannick Vestergaard with a red card in the first ten minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Who would have thought that a very large Viking esque man couldn't stop himself from sliding across a slick surface everybody was pissed except really ralph hasenhutl which kind of confused me he wasn't really yelling at the ref too much he didn't really yell it he, he didn't really look at Vestergaard to be honest it kind of seemed like he was kind of pissed with him didn't really understand that but um somehow some way southampton were still able to you know have some good stuff on the ball it was mostly nathan redman and shea adams just like going on solo runs but uh yeah they, they still got shit done to be honest um Wes Fofana comes out for Iosi Perez um that sub says all you need to to know what Leicester were trying to do this game but they get a gift penalty 61st minute James Ward press Prowse best dead ball specialist in the world slots at home 1-0 um and then, not even seven minutes later, Kalichi and Inacho puts a ball in to big man Johnny Evans. 1-1. And, um, yeah, Lester kept going at them, made several more attacking changes, shot the ball 23 times, nine efforts on target, three big chances created, two big chances missed. They, lie, they didn't bring the shooting boots. And... Um, if only the teams around them competing for that Champions League spot didn't also falter on the weekend, this could have been a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Vestergaard thing, that's not even a yellow. That was so crazy and just so <laughs> dumb. Like, he got the ball. Like, the, bo- he, the guy didn't even have possession of the ball yet, and he slide tackled to kick the ball out and then kicked him. And somehow that's a foul. But like like you said, I guess he should have stopped on the very slick surface that was the wet grass. And, he is an athlete. Uh, no, yeah. Shame on him for not being able to stop himself going full tilt. Uh, but <laughs> though he'll live and learn, yeah. So that's a three-game suspension that he has to deal with. Um, and then just like you said, big, big, big opportunity for Leicester to gain some ground and they were not able to do it. And um, that's no bueno. That's really no bueno for them because some teams around them did pick up points. Others didn't play, but uh, yeah, Leicester kind of dropped the ball here, especially being a man up. Um, yeah, no, I, I was, I was kind of just referring to, to West Ham. They're really the only team below them. I think could break into this top four. Um, maybe Liverpool. I yeah, yeah. I don't know. They st- they play United, so I, I feel like you guys will get the dub there. 
Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody, no I guess. No one ever. Uh, um, what else? What else? What else? What was the... Palace played City. Friday? Palace uh, played City. Um, um, that but before that, then, no, there was an American Derby on Friday, though. Oh, was there? Yes, of course oh, there was. Yeah, yeah Josh Sargent mm-hmm. versus... Um, I mean, Tyler didn't didn't start. Did he play at all? No, uh, he didn't play. He was a healthy scratch. That's, that's rather unfortunate. Um, and it was rather unfortunate that Red Bull won the game despite sitting their best player. Good effort from Bremen to take it to Penn's. I mean, uh, to extra time, I guess, you know? You would have thought they just would have been completely outclassed. Um, Josh Sargent stuck stuck playing Burnley ball yet again. Yeah. Doing his thing. Some apps Um, had him in the midfield. Yeah. Left side of a midfield five. It wasn't, you know, the the other apps have him at wing, and I don't think neither is particularly accurate. He's – it's it's hard. It, honestly, he was he he served. He was in the Chris Wood role, but just a bit wider. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah, he chased he chased long balls, pressed, made tackles, passed the ball a few times. But um, yeah, I mean, good on him to start. I guess he should get out of Bremen though. They're yeah, they're really underperforming leave. again. He needs way too talented. Yeah, probably the worst team move would be not going yeah. down in the Reed. top five leagues. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And Maybe honestly, they shouldn't be going down though. Like they should. Yeah, they're like Southampton. They're very disappointing. I thought they were. A lot of people thought they were due for a good season. Yeah. After several of not, you know, disappointment, but you know, here we are again. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you think a good move would be? Do you think in in Inter Bundesliga? Do you think maybe the um, Premier League not ready for that? Yeah, what's up? I think the most possible route is a step up in the Premier League. Uh, or not the Premier League. No, the, the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Staying in there and going to a slightly better team and then going abroad. But you know, I can see him in England. He fits a lot of the style of play. He's, you know, he's rough. He's extremely energetic. He presses really well. So a lot of teams want that in a striker. And even though we only see it like once every six games, he's a decent finisher when, you know, he gets a chance, but uh, so in a perfect world, maybe like a team like Brighton scooped him for our viewing pleasure. But I think a uh, slightly vertical, mainly horizontal move in the Bundesliga is probably his best bet. He's unlucky that uh, Bremen didn't go down because he'd want a hundred percent be out this summer. Maybe that's what needs to happen, but. I wouldn't want to see him go through that, to be honest. Free Josh. Free Josh at the end of the day. He's he's really good in the air, too. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In the Premier League on Saturday, first game was Man City versus Crystal Palace. We, you know, we rotated the boys, you know. We had Ake and Laporte, Cancelo out right, Mendy left, Sterling, Torres, Fernandinho, Rodri, and then a front two of Aguero and Jesus. Um, you know, it was a cagey first half. Um, we kind of controlled the game, but, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't finish them off like we should have. We didn't really create enough. 
they're sitting deep on us. They, you know, they had some dangerous stuff on the break one or two times, but nothing, nothing to worry about. And then second half rolls around. Ben Mendy puts in a peach to Sergio Aguero. Fran Torres gets the second one two minutes later. And um, business as usual, um, I think more than anything, the, you know, the fact that Sterling has been relegated to playing, you know, when Mendy and Aki and the strikers show up is, is really insane. And just like a testament to how good we are. Now, I mean, sure, maybe deserved, but two years ago he was up for PFA player of the year and now he can't sniff a big game. And it's not because he's a bad player even though he leaves a lot to be desired on the finishing front. And I've been frustrated with him on a myriad of times, but um, when you got players like Riyadh and Phil that are able to play your position on both sides of the field and are both way better finishers than you, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks for him. Um, bright note though. Happy to see Nathan Ake is alive. Um, <laughs> no one. <laughs> He's been MIA for God knows how long. So good to see that he's still um, kicking and going. But um, yeah, just typical city rolling out a semi B team just because a game they know they're going to win and dominated, got two goals. And there was nothing to write home about. Just, just another walk in the park for both teams. They probably knew what was going to happen and they were both ready to accept it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, really couldn't have seen this going any other way. Um, and, you know, that's that's how I thought the Leeds game was, was going to go. I, I, you know, I uh, they beat City. They drew Liverpool and United. Now they got lowly Brighton at the Amex. Couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done. No Calvin Phillips. Um, you know, he is just absolutely – the best player on their team. It is not even close whatsoever. And um, they didn't have them. So they didn't do anything. Um, I don't, I don't know. I was very disappointed in Bielsa's men. I was uh, very disappointed in them. Yeah. They should have won this game. Like you said, missing Phillips, their best player, and then missing their second best player, Rafinha isn't uh isn't helpful but yeah. this is still a game that they should have won i mean well probably goal was their two best though. creators right there yeah Welbeck had a really really nice goal beautiful turn weak foot finish uh so he played well but no one uh really stood out to me on leads and i guess it's because the two guys weren't weren't really there doing much so not good for leads because uh no. One serious injury to Phillips or Rafinha could next year, or even later in the season or whatever, but most likely next year could spell disaster. It already has spelled disaster. There are two spots below Arsenal now. Arsenal are in ninth and Leeds They're are in eleventh. They're from going down though. That's not. We all. We did. We we at the beginning of the year we we literally said Leeds are back in the Premier League and they show everybody they're here to stay, and that is. They should be safe by now. They they deserve to be safe. They've they've, they've earned it, you know. Oh uh, yeah, well they were always going to finish below top eight Arsenal. So. Um, no, Arsenal's not doing that. Um, they are going to do that. No. 
we mentioned Kai Havertz brace earlier. Um, and it was a good brace. Very good brace. He, he played well, man in the match, made his case for why he needs to play this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, man, Fulham should be extremely disappointed because they came out of this game looking like the better team. They're dangerous in attack. Um, and, you know, same old stuff. They couldn't get that final pass right. They couldn't get the get the finish right. Um, just mm-hmm. a stray ball here or there. And it, uh, at the end of the day, this was a huge loss for Fulham. They are now nine points back from Newcastle, who um, also lost this weekend. But it's it's time's running out for Scotty's men. Yeah, um, it's definitely disappointing for Fulham. They really only tested um, Mendy once uh, with Olayana. Just really good shot, low, far, snapshot, but good save. And that was really all Fulham had to say for themselves uh, in terms of, like, real, real opportunities. They didn't. They had a little bit more of the ball, and they were just kind of – not going through the motions, but they definitely could have created better chances for themselves. And uh, they, de- like you said, they were the better team and probably deserved more out of it. But with what Chelsea created, they did better. So uh, you're not going to win games uh, or draw them just by not, uh, you know, performing. Um. Yeah, no, you're not going to win games or draw them by not performing. And, uh, you can say the exact same thing about Everson. Ollie Watkins signing of the season puts Villa up early. You know, what 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 an addition he's been. Mm-hmm. But another another English striker bursting onto the scene this year after years of being probably overly hyped. Dominic Calvert Lewin makes it one one. But then Magic Man Anwar El Ghazi puts Villa up in the lead and they're able to hold it for the rest of the game. Um, honestly, Villa was the much better team here. They created four big chances, missed three. Everton only missed one of their two. Um, it's a real shame. It's a real shame. No Hamas, no dubs. This team is absolutely inept without him going forward. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, it's, it's really disappointing. They need they need depth there because if if he can't stay healthy, then he can't be playing. You need, yeah. you need somebody there. They need more creators. Yiffy Sigurdsson is not going to get it done. So, deserved L for Ancelotti's men. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, without Hamas, it really falls all on a uh, Gilfie and Digne to be able to do stuff and Gilfie's getting up there in um, age, I believe he's like low thirties, but definitely lost a step since his miraculous world cup. And uh, just like you said, they were uh, outplayed Everton, just really outplayed by uh, Villa. El Ghazi's goal was super nice. Watkins made a good run. Um, he should in theory get an assist for it because he created the space with a nice uh, diagonal run that opened up the far post for El Ghazi. Um, Well-deserved. 
well deserved and Villa has to be happy and Ancelotti has to be thinking. I'd say definitely thinking because they're not really they're in no man's land, so to speak, in the table. So like they're not gonna make Europe, not gonna get relegated. So it's just being the best of the rest is their goal now. And uh, we'll see what happens. But they should be disappointed that they couldn't create anything without Hamas. And uh, but well done to Villa. Yeah, no, well done to Villa. Um, finally, you know, picking up much needed three points. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think Europe's still on the cards, but they definitely think Europe's still on the cards. So let them keep fighting. You know. Yeah. Um, in the championship, our man Daryl DK picked up a yellow card for yelling at the sir because he was getting fouled all fucking day. It was ridiculous. He was literally getting attacked. He was getting attacked by this team of fucking plumbers in Preston North End, and the ref didn't do a goddamn thing about it. Um, it's all good, though, because they already locked in the, the playoff spot. But, um, you know, Daryl had to go blow off some steam on TikTok, dropped another fucking banger because that's all he does. And... Um, no, nah, I mean, you know, I, I honestly feel for the kid. He's just bigger, faster, stronger than everybody on the field, and and the refs, the refs don't give him calls because they feel like they feel like he's the one throwing his body around, and he might be, he might be. But these these, I've seen some tapes. There's some cheeky shit going on off the ball, and it is it is not okay. And I'm not surprised that Daryl picked up a yellow yelling at the sir about it this time around. Yeah, not good friend to let off some steam. Uh prediction that mm-hmm. either because the Brentford's in the playoff right yeah so you'd assume that uh one of DK or Tony if not both are back in the championship next year and whichever one is I personally think it'll be Tony I hope it's Tony because uh, I want to see DK move up but uh whichever one doesn't go through um will be at Brighton next year honestly bro like it it really could be both because because Brentford are really nothing without Ivan Tooney mm-hmm. and Barnsley are really nothing without Daryl DK Brentford definitely a lot better they play some better football they're, they're, they're a better watch Barnsley they're basically championship Burnley and they have Daryl DK dragging them up to the Premier League potentially <laughs> that's literally it <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Um, Swansea aren't going up. No shot about it. No. I honestly, man, it, it I, for me, it's Bournemouth or, or Barnsley. Bournemouth definitely, definitely in the best form out of all of them. Cameron Carter Vickers was involved in a uh, in a one nil loss to Wigham, but um, nineteen starts in a row for the lad. He he's grabbed the start starting spot. Hasn't looked back. Solid performer, man of the match, and a loss for their side. You know, if you're in pro clubs, you know that your guy comes. You still have a man of the match for the losing team. That would be him. Doesn't mean much at the end of the day, but um, say just say because I said it a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are our boys in the championship. Um, so the Americans up. basically going to come up then. Uh yeah, I I would if if there's a, if you can get a line on that from a bookie, I'd uh. <laughs> I'd be interested in taking some of that. Um, 
there's only one more round of games to go until until the playoffs start, though. We'll definitely definitely go deeper into that when that rolls around. Oh yeah, start standing DK to a whole nother unfathomable level that you guys could have never foreseen. You you couldn't. You thought you did, but no. There's more DK coming at you every day. Too much. DK every day, all Imagine day. If they win. Oh my god. They win. Well, if they win, I I I I have a bet. Plus five fifty Barnsley to go to the prem. <laughs> did this. <laughs> if they win, I'm gonna be lit, dude. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Hopefully, some of you guys hopped on that with me. Doubt you did, because we are pushing the American propaganda harder than anybody out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the best support on the U.S. men's national team. Um, anybody in Spain on Saturday that we care about? Uh, Conrad had another uh, oh, yeah. good outing for Barca B. So that's tearing it up. Yeah, five and five goals, two assists in his last five. So nice. um, and he a, looks to be on the move this summer, as to, he should uh, be to a first as team somewhere be. in a top five league, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me wishes he got his La Liga debut. A big part of me, because uh, what are they going to do after Messi? No, I mean no. You're absolutely right. Um, Barcelona are dog shit. They lost two one to Atletico <laughs> Bilbao who um, in the span of five days have not only given Sevilla a chance to win this La Liga, they simultaneously then ended Sevilla's chances of being able to win La Liga with a 1-0 win over them today. So um, the boys in Bilbao, the Beshk men, all about that business. And uh, all I'm going to say is that if Serginho Des and Conrad De La Fuente were both starting that game, Barcelona's run away with La Liga. Yeah. No yeah. one wants to win La Liga this year. No, nobody. Diego Simeone has somehow been allowed to 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 bury Joao Felix in a boring ass Atletico team behind Luis Suarez as good as he is and Angel Correa. Don't understand that one. And somehow he is going to win La Liga and nobody's going to be mad at him for it except us. That's ridiculous. That guy should be fired. No. Free Spurs. Spurs. He should not. Spurs do not need to have another defensive experiment. Yes, they do. They yes, do they not. Do. Yes, they do. Just for just for enjoyment. I mean, because it'll be exactly like Mourinho's tenure, and I'm here for that, minus the media, but which is ninety percent of why teams hire him. But uh, well, yeah, no, he sucks. Diego's terrible. Um, yeah, but you know who's not terrible? You know who was man of the match Saturday? Gio Reyna, a bunch of team of literal farmers. That was my guess. Somehow <laughs> knocked out Bayern some odd weeks ago. Craziness. That was a crazy game. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Reyna, Wonder Boy, Baby Genius Jr. He saw what he saw what Christian did, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Relax, man. I got, I got to do you one better. So he scores a quick one, two, two beautiful goals. He is just so talented, so amazing. He smelled blood, and then um, he opened it up for all the boys. Royce got involved. Thorgan got in the action. Jude Bellingham, English star, generational talent. Everybody got on the board. It was just a great day for for Dortmund, to be honest, and a great day for Gio Reyna. But 
you know, as yeah. is expected when when you're playing a team that's <laughs> in the in the Bundesliga too, and um, not even a team that's in the in the cards for promotion in the Bundesliga too. So you know, tough should one. happen. Yeah. Um, Inter won the Scudetto this weekend. Okay. Congrats, Ashley. Romelu. Yeah, yeah Romelu, you know, it's, it looks like just a match made in heaven. Like, he, he should have – it's just beautiful, and him, him being in the Nerazzurri. Too bad he's um, next summer. Is he? He is. Is he? Is that, a, are you, is that inked? Is that Michael, Tra- Michael Fahey official? Uh, next summer, he will be back in the Premier League. Oh, my God. With who? Do you know with who? I mean, I have an idea, but it may be too early to call. All right. But all right, uh, well. I'm going to do it, and it is <laughs> Manchester City. Oh, my God. That is, like, the most horrible fit I've ever heard in my life. Do not want any part of that. Get that out of my face it, right it, now. It's City or no, Chelsea? No, thank you. Chelsea can have him. I do not want him whatsoever. I think it's City. Chelsea think would be fitting. That would be a, that'd be a fitting cycle. They'd both be fitting. The, uh, no, City. He wasn't he at what? Wasn't he caught in the Chelsea loan trap? Uh, yeah. For he went to Everton. Same with Kevin. Yeah. No, not Kevin. No, no, not no. Kevin. No, <laughs> that's no. He Kevin he be going back there, bro. No, he Romelu has no roots in City. He played for United. He does not. He does doesn't fit. He's not a pet player. Like he's not. All. But neither is Holland. Exactly. That's why we're not going to drop prob- 180 mil on him. This summer. Like, next no, summer we're is, not. Next we're summer, not, dude, Madrid or Barca's getting Holland. Dude, honestly, bro, I'd rather, ju- I'd rather throw Khaki into the fucking fire than, than waste <laughs> fucking 100 million pounds on, on Romelu Lukaku just to have him fucking fuck up our, our <laughs> speed of play. He just has to get terrible first touch. Avoid him at all costs. Fuck that! No, like, dude, no. Like, it is such a terrible idea and signing. I'm clip this. I'm I'm, when it happens. I'm no, not gonna happen. I'm speaking it out of existence. Um, Also, Saturday night, shout out Jackson Yule. Nah, just wait. No, not shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had a crazy goal. <laughs> goal. So that was uh, a yeah, shout him out. Oh, um, fuck that guy, bro. Shout out Cade Cowell. That's why we're here. That's 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 the young buck on the block. That's who's bringing in the big bucks. Um, all, all that Jackson Yule is doing is keeping Owen out of Selly from being called up in the, in the camp, all right? Yeah. And that's, that's he had a crazy volley from out. He slipped as he kicked it and rifled it from outside the box. On a ball, it was that cool. Really he he's no Cade Cowell though. He's, he's no Cade Cowell. Nobody is. Is he going to be in Europe next year? I don't think so. He should no. be. He should, he should already be there. About Caden Clark. Yeah, uh, January. January. Leipzig. Inked? That's already like official. Inked. Official. Inked. Inked. Official. Official. Un- Facebook official. Red Bull Leipzig. Red Bull Leipzig. Caden Clark. Start Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh. No, because Brendan will come Brendan over in the Aronson summer. Will be Brendan, starting. Yeah, yeah. I think he honestly could start at striker because they have good attacking midfielder, and he's definitely not. Nah, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I said it, and I mean it. He's better than Poulsen already. Like, there's no no doubt about it in my mind. He's just a better player than him. He's more versatile, and he's a better finisher. Maybe yeah. he's the only thing that Poulsen hasn't beat on is pace. 
heading ability. Nah, Brandon's got it. Brandon's a beast, dude. Brandon's a Philly bull. He's easy. Like he's just built different, dude. Like he plays just with a passion and an attitude. Like you can tell that this guy fucking watches Brian Dawkins highlights before he suits up in the Austrian Bundesliga, and he just goes out there and he just he, Brendan Aronson doesn't go on the pitch. Whatever, whatever his dreams and nightmares. X-Men, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Maybe Jesse will buy Cade, uh, Cade Cowell to go to Leipzig with him, and that would be cool. So they have a – Awesome. But he's good. Watch Cade Cowell tape. Watch all these guys we talk about. Watch uh, them all. Because they're, they're insane. Beautiful. They are insane. Like, no, no, no. Like, this next generation, like, we already in the generation, but, like, this next, like, little segment of generation, it's going to be crazy, guys. It's going to be a fucking movie. These – they're still going to be solid age for, for 2026, early prime. Maybe some nice super sub action for well, them. Maybe one of them breaks the no, they'll, they'll You be, think Caden's going to be the starting striker, right? Yeah, after 2022. Yeah, wow. I think it's his spot. Uh, that's how highly I rate. I would say 2022, but I know Greg. He won't. No, he's going to stick with him. Yeah, he's gonna, he might take him if he keeps going, but after 2022, he's going to be – 18. <laughs> He's going to be 18 and still growing and a beast. And then in and a beast. 2026, he'll be like 22, which is wild. That is he's, fucking wild. He has five World Cups in him. Um, what else is wild is uh, the biggest game in England got fucking canceled, dude. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Love it. I absolutely love it to the ends of the earth. Uh, but first, all the Liverpool fans that are saying this wouldn't have happened if this was an important game for United, I don't buy that. I don't buy it at all. Uh, so the gist of it was another Glazers out protest. And this time, some fans, they crowded outside of Old Trafford and decided to get into it broke in through a side entrance and went into the locker room and on the field, then breaking into the locker room is ultimately why the game was postponed. But they were able to get on the field, get screen time, glazers out everywhere. Um, some guy broke up tripod. Uh, someone recreated Rooney's bicycle kick versus City to a T. Struck it better than Rooney, Amazing. probably. Uh, just great stuff, great scenes. A lot of people. It was kind of like a 50-50 you know, tear, I'd say, on the pundits. Just some were all for it, like Neville and Carragher. Others, like ESPN and whoever, the Glazers have their fingers in their pockets uh, or against it, like Graham Saunas, that sour, bitter old man. But uh, he's just a fool, to be honest. He's a racist fool. He's a racist <laughs> fool. No, honestly, yeah, he is. He, he's he like, is. You, you can't hate Paul Pogba that much. To criticize him during the protest for him not doing anything, like I, it's it's wild. Then, but this was awesome, though. And then out of, out of the other cheek, criticized the protesters who quote took it too far by by you know I I understand the policemen getting injured to to a degree, but we won't get into that more. Um, but the tripod, why is everybody fucking talking about that? Like, that's well, an issue. He literally it, threw a camera. Like, it was, like, uh, look, it's, 
It was what? like a freelance for it wasn't United. It was like some freelance photographer who like bought it himself, and so that's why people are upset. But I, yeah, if he didn't throw it, like I'm not, it, that's not why Graham Sunis was upset. No, about that's it. not why. No he shot, he knew that. No, no, this is yeah. this came out on Twitter, and then after I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like I hope they go yeah. fund me, get yeah, him a new yeah. get him a new camera. Of course, if it was United stuff, I would have should piss yeah. on it. Yeah, but uh, just um. Yeah, no, that was that. That kind of overshadowed whatever whatever else happened on Sunday. Do you, Do you have any other other news for um what, what went down on Sunday in in England or, or otherwise? Uh, Tottenham played and they actually Tottenham played, played really well. But guess who cares about it? No, no one, one, because fans stormed the field. That was there was yeah. So little brother to the little brother to the little brother Tottenham. Uh, that's a, I guess that's about it though. Um, Sunday, the protest, yeah, like you said, really took over everything. Games canceled, and now they're trying to squeeze it in on May the 15th or May the 16th, which falls in between Manchester United's game against Leicester and their game against Fulham and Liverpool's game against... uh, West Brom and Burnley. So very bad because Liverpool already have a game on the 16th that's scheduled to play. So that's just going to push things more back. Uh, they should have played it today. Like they, they should have yeah. played it. Today. No, that would have made the most sense. But um, but now and who knows what that's going to be with Europe. Who knows what's like? Like you're just making you're just making teams play the five games in the space of two weeks at that point because then that's end of the season. And if everything goes well, which I think we'll get into a little later, United should be in the final of Europe, and Liverpool won't be. So that's just a lot of games to play in a very short time. But today was definitely the day. I think. Um. No. Yeah. Today was definitely the day to get that done. It would have made the most sense, but um, we're not here to make sense. We're here to make dollars, you heard? <laughs> um, Brendan Aronson, forgot to mention him again, but you know he, he played, started, scored in the Austrian Cup. 3-0, easy dub. You know, he's, a, he's a beast. Man on form in the Cup, three starts, two goals. Man on form in the league, 12 starts, uh, three goals, three assists. You know, he's... Um, He's absolutely a beast. I, I really hope he goes up a level next year. So is Austria's or all their competitions done with? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's let's go check in with the Austrians. See how they're doing. I see how they're looking. No idea. The league's up? weird. The league's so weird. Wake up! Wake up! Yeah. Berg won the cup. That's all I know. I think they won the league. I know they they did the double. But they I did don't. the double. If there's any games left, oh, there is a bunch of games left. Yeah. Right. Well, no, so they haven't won the league yet. I don't think. How many? They one, will, two, three, four games left. They are six points clear. So, and they also have a fifty goal difference in the championship round. Fifty. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Eighty to thirty. <laughs> Wow. Jesse um, Marsh. What a yeah, man. but it's, it's going to be in the end off form. It's going to be a good. 
for Jesse. Yeah. No, it's going to be crazy when he does the double with, uh, with, with Leipzig, does a domestic double. Uh, first year. Yeah. Yeah. And a Champions League that year, too. Trouble? Possibly. Possible trouble. Depends how many Americans he brings on. It does. If, if he just goes all in on America, then maybe maybe we have a season where they could win 10 trophies in a, in a calendar year. Yeah, they start winning uh, different leagues. Exactly. That would be – cannot wait. Absolutely cannot wait. Um, and then today is Monday. All day. West Brom and Wolves played. Owen oh, Adesoe got to got to start um, kind of in similar to a role he'd play for the national team, I guess, in like a more advanced center mid role, but not quite an attacker. Slotted out to the right a bit, but now since Tomato was ultimately like the kind of the winger, yeah, ish. Um, then Dunker dropped a little deeper than him. Vitinha did most of the movement in the middle, but you know he. He did okay, you know. Had um, you said he 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 had a nice dribble that led to the first goal. Yeah, um, started off on the right, did a little croquetta, tight space, um, got by two guys, and then made a good pass to Vitinha. Vitinha backheeled to Semedo, Semedo laid it in for Fabio Silva, and a very very lucky deflection, uh, got him a beautiful chip goal. But without Owen, wouldn't have happened. No shot. I like that. I like that. The only so, thing that the jumps out. even said it too. They were like built by uh, Adesoe here. Oh, so there we go. Spending our boys some love. But um, yeah. So obviously, I hammered the the Wolves money line, seeing that uh, Owen Adesoe is starting as any good American should and would have. But Mbaya Diadne, communist bastard, had other ideas. One one West Brom, Big Sam Allardyce, and Big Sam Johnston rescue a point. They're still not relegated, people. They are still not relegated. There are four games left to play. There are only 10 points behind Newcastle, whose form has sputtered recently. So has Burnley. <laughs> Southampton doesn't even know what form is. And um, the, the league is still alive. It, some crazy shit could happen. I really hope that the last day of games matters for at least one team. But Hopefully it matters for four teams. And then, like, Fulham, West Brom stay up, Newcastle, Southampton go down. I, I mean, I, I just I just want that Fulham-Newcastle game at the end of the year to be, like, a game for relegation. The that's, it's set up. It's set up to, to be. Fulham got to do their job. They, yeah. they, they created better. They'd be in a much better spot right now. But Leeds play West Brom last day of the year. Imagine avoiding relegations on the table and then a full strength leads comes to town and they lose like five, two <laughs> for no reason. No, yeah. like they don't need to play anyone. They're locked into like 10th or whatever. Yeah. Just cause Bielsa has, you know, he's an inspiration to pep and you know, we, we, you know what that means yeah. sometimes or do we, I don't do know. I think he knows what he means lately, but we'll, we'll see given there are two more, Two more games, two more dubs, baby. Two more dubs until the elusive Champions League title is in the other side of Manchester for the first time ever. Do you think it happens? 
Yeah, hundred percent. I've been saying I think it happens for a while now. I feel great about <laughs> a couple this team. years. No, not a couple years. No, bro. There, <laughs> there was a point in this season where my mentality shifted. It was, it was honestly when we stopped playing with with some strikers and we kept winning games. Like the defense was just rolling. We would go down sometimes early. It was after the Leeds game, really, where everything changed, and um, we just woke the fuck up, I guess. And I don't know. I don't know. I've been feeling confident about these games. Pep hasn't been tinkering. We solid defense is what our wins have been built on. And we have the guys up front who are big game players and can produce that moment of brilliance that is just going to change the game in our favor, which I think we've lacked at times. So as crazy as that is to say, given our squad, but it's really not considering Jesus and Sterling were part of the 11 several times. but we'll see we'll see still a long way to go still still another game to be played um burnley versus west ham the beach moys one two one mikel antonio man of the match what a guy he is he's back and he's better um suchek played sufal got an assist the czech boys doing their thing chris wood another goal man on form man on fire um actually though no bullshit on form on form you cannot tell me there are five better strikers in the world than chris wood i think you can you can't i think you can um, i'd like to hear you try okay um right. cavani no yes no yeah how many four-stat games has Cavani had in this season? What happened the game before the four-stat game? Did Chris Wood have anything? Um, did he have anything? Cavani actually no. did just have no, a four-stat game, by the way. He didn't. He did? Yeah. Against when? Roma. Oh, in the Roma. Well, that's yeah. that's in the Europa Conference League. This is, this is a Premier League. You can't do it. Arranged say, you, you, now, you're, now you're moving goalposts. I'm not moving goalposts. He just had one. He just had one. Look, Roma. Roma also got got literally cock slapped by the injury bug at <laughs> halftime. It was it was honestly crazy what went down. <laughs> like that was honestly like the craziest game of the week, man. That was just eight minutes injury, twenty minutes goalkeeper goes out. Like in the forty first minute, the guy gets hurt. They sub him off instead of waiting for halftime. Uh, and then the coach makes no halftime subs, so he has no substitution breaks in the second half. Ollie Masterclass. He got him yeah. to do that. He got in his Ollie head. Ollie Masterclass. Ollie Masterclass. And um, at the same time, there was Unai Masterclass. Yeah. Um, Arsenal looks good. <laughs> yeah. Good Arsenal. I mean, hey, I think they're still primed to go through. I think they have a very good chance, especially given that Wofford's going to miss Kapu due to double, double – Double jeopardy, injury and suspension. He's he was definitely certainly ruled out for the next leg, and he's been a big player for um, for Villarreal all season, coming over from from Watford who got relegated. Um, he's a solid player. He, he he bosses that midfield. He bossed it against Arsenal. Jaka and Partey weren't up to snuff per usual. But um, Did Arsenal go through. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I really love Villarreal at home in Spain. Over the two legs, 
oh, imagine they got bounced in London by their old coach that they fired. Unai Storybook. being back at the Emirates. Yeah, no, like the, the storyline is amazing. And then it just sets up a layup of a final for United. And yeah. um, that'd be great. I'd, I'd love to see it. Kind of scared on it. We'll see game day. We'll see game day. You'll know exactly what I, what I am thinking. I I think they get. I think they're done. Uh, I think they allow an early goal and are behind the eight ball and, and, and they can't get it done. And no, but they turn on after they allow the goal. They look really good for like sixty minutes, sputter, and then it's over. Uh, oh my god! Because what would be more Arsenal than looking? I gotta edit that out. I forgot I wasn't needed. So what would be more Arsenal than just going down three one aggregate, sixty minutes of like, oh my god, they can do this ball, maybe getting a goal and then sputtering, and then just Villarreal possessed. So Arsenal, holy and shit, then dude! United can cakewalk into the final rather than having to play another Premier League team, and probably dominate the final. Yeah, bet it now. Bet it now and bet it good. United to go through, Villarreal to go through, United to win the final. Put it all together in one big scrum daily umptious parlay. And yeah. um You might be able to bet a hundred dollars to win ten. No. No, they definitely yeah. have better value. I mean United are going United like are heavy favorites. Um, Villarreal like- <laughs> is probably still underdogs. And the final you guys definitely aren't less than like minus five hundred. We might, might be. be. This we might leg, be, but, we're, but even we're so, if you put to those together, it's really the arsenal. The arsenal leg. There's still going to be some value in that. So, yeah, that's really what's frisky. Um, the Gunners, the Gunners. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Um, City versus Chelsea. These guys will both be tired, but it'll probably. Probably not be a rotated side. I don't really know what's dude. Like I have no idea. Like it, this. Like I have nah. I, I think have it's no both idea what's going on. Teams. Really? Yeah, City can clinch it. We can clinch it like this weekend. Because if United were to have won this weekend, all City would have need to have to do is win another game. Oh yeah. So you're, like you're, I mean, United I do have a game in hand. So ever so technically, it's not. But it it, it is. That like because as soon as United play that game in hand, it's over. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So yeah, hopefully we can clinch it this weekend. That would be nice, but we'll see. No, no. I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, probably a no, no. That that sounds just about right. Um, Preview of the Champions League final though. Nah, 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 Most nah, likely. Nah, 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 not even, not even, bro. No, nah, right. no, 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 no. This ain't, it's not going to be the same people. Like, no, no, no but it's like the teams, the teams. Like, maybe maybe since we out. can clinch it, Aguero will start. Try and get him one. Get him, get him in a celly where he plays 90. Um, Villa take on United. I mean, you guys are going to win. I don't know. Is, is this really a big game? For oh no, Villa are tenth now. Yeah, you, yeah, you, oh, you guys better they, beat Villa. No, dude. I thought they were closer to like eighth. I, okay, no, yeah, that's a no. You better yeah, beat them. Yeah, we're definitely no, we're going to. But I thought it was like 
you know, a win for Villa puts them within like no, grabbing distance of Europe gotta, or something. I mean, Dean Smith is probably still telling us, wait till Jackie boy comes back. We're, we can still get it. We can still get it, boys. We gotta hold on. Until they do have a game in hand. Act. Nah, you guys are gonna smack them this weekend. It's gonna just put it out, put them, put them out of their misery. Rashford on two weeks rest. Like it. Love it. Um, West Ham versus Everton. This is tough. Because, you know, who knows who's going to play, what's going to play. This is really down to injuries, in my opinion, for Everton. They can put out a full side, not full side, because, you know, uh, Abdullah Bakor is not going to play. Um, but Alan and, and Hamas and Richarlison might play. So, you know, who, who knows, to be honest. Uh, if, there's, if it's full strength versus full strength, um, I think it'll be a draw. But if, if Everton are even missing one player, one singular player... <laughs> that West Ham will win. Uh, yeah, I think West Ham will win unless Hamas plays. And like you said, it's a draw. But uh, it's a big game for West Ham because if they lose and uh, or tie and Tottenham can beat Leeds, yeah. they get jumped and they're now Tottenham won't six. beat Leeds, though. This is too big of a game, too big of an opportunity. It's this no is prime for Leeds no. to beat to be leads, dude. No, they just can't beat the Brightons of the world. They need the quote unquote big clubs to turn up against. Uh, maybe, 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 probably not. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They, or they could just be like the Sixers and and play everybody the same. That's it's always close. It's been, I mean, that's what they do. They always go at everyone with completely varied results. Yes. <laughs> the NFL draft happened. NFL draft happened. NFL draft happened. It was amazing. There were five quarterbacks taken in the first round because DMs are stupid, stupid people. Um, Penny Sewell, what is flagged to be a generational talent, is was just slid and slid and slid. It was kind of wild. It was whack. Jalen Waddle snuck himself into the top ten. Jerry Jones was absolutely shook, Mr. Crab style, after the Broncos took Patrick Sertain just, just answered and, the um, phone and said yes. Didn't even yes, know. He just answered the phone and said yes. He did not even know what, how he was on, what he was talking about. He was just pissed and he wanted to fuck somebody. So he chose the New York Giants. Uh, Eagles got Devontae Smith. Giants actually, you know, picked up a first rounder next year at the end of the day. Picked up Kadarius Tooney. Absolute first rounder. Andy Dalton, our rookie. I'll take my odds. So, so. since. And, you know, interesting, you know, since, you know, we do report on sports and soccer, I feel like we should hold ourselves to the same standards as the big news outlets do, you know, the, the ESPNs of the world. Did you know that Kadarius Tooney is Ivan Tooney's cousin? No way. No. Really? That's absolutely made up. Just how, yeah. just how Patrick Way being Tim Way's cousin was absolutely made up, and everybody literally took it and ran this weekend. And he, he also like said that they were related in interviews, though. So like, is he capping or is Tim? Ca- we need maybe it's one of those like cousin ideas, you know? Like you didn't oh. see my air quotes, but you know, just like a family friend that you know, you call your cousin. I have some of those. I, I'm not. It's not a foreign concept to me, but um, well, the way everybody just took it and ran. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. I mean, no, yeah, it's great. It is great. It's absolutely absurd. But I still think they're cousins. 
Who, Tony and Tony? Uh, no, no, no. I, well, that it would be sick. Is, like, is, is Leia a common name in Liberia? Because they're both Liberian. They, they're both really good at soccer. That's, uh, like... Maybe, who knows, maybe, <laughs> maybe George... Maybe George was getting his thing on, bro. Maybe yeah, he was... I don't know. Maybe George was a promiscuous man back in his prime. Just got it'd be, it'd be like maybe his he's brother like a, or sister. Because they're cousins. Maybe he, was like, maybe he was like Phil Foden before Phil Foden. Just, just going out being a little dirtbag. <laughs> Dirty self. Getting his younger friend in trouble. Because the media yeah. just scapegoats people. Facts, dude. Fucking... Wearing track suits and a goddamn bull cut everywhere as he goes. <laughs> Indiscriminate, dirty white boy. <laughs> and gets no flack for it whatsoever. Stanced up. He's always stanced up, like, no matter where. It's because his legs are too long for his body. Like, his, I, like, like your legs can be long, but you don't have to always turn diagonally to take a picture. Phil Foden is 60-40 legs torso. <laughs> but you don't have to turn like, diagonally. Honestly, he's 70-30. He's 70, also, 30 legs. He's all legs, dude. He's all legs. It's just stanced up, tear, like, just gets something with a designer name on it and wears it. And I feel like that's his sense of style. Yes. No, no style. matching. When he wore that he all blue like, tracksuit with a different color blue t shirt underneath, that bro, was. Oh my he definitely God. has like 20 pairs of the same ugly ass Balenciaga shoes. Fucking, yeah. and that's all he racks. Yeah, I I can see that. I can see that. No off way anywhere near him. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's not for the culture. But um, the Mets and the Phillies they played. There was a brawl. There was a that brawl. Was fun. There was a brawl in that game. That was pretty cool. Um, Jose Alvarado is now suspended. Uh, nice for that. No one on the Mets got suspended. Just fined. Then he ended up coming out the next game. Because uh, he appealed his suspension, so mm-hmm. he was allowed to pitch, and then walked in the uh, go-ahead run, and the Phillies ended up losing that game. Yeah. So the, he should have just taken the suspension and ran with it, to be honest. And then uh, Bryce Harper, didn't he, didn't he strike out for the L? Yeah, yeah, he struck out to end the game against the, the game. Yeah, you know, um, good challenge by the Mets. Um, Bryce Harper took to social media swiftly after to combat the very mean Philly fans in his DM. Very, very really? mean. Really? He's a, he's a so he's Nelson bitch, Aguilar. No, he's, not, he's been like this, though. Like He's literally been like this since to, day one. To fans in Washington. And, like, no offense to Washington sports fans, but you guys aren't mean. You're, like, you're, you're, you're good fans, but... Philly fans are mean, and the fact he was doing it to Washington fans just and then goes to Philly that's notorious for being scum. When's the last time Bryce Harper's been on a Sixers game to ring the bell? I think the day he was signed. That's it. For a reason. (laughs) You don't want him there. He'll ring the bell. Devonta Smith will only ever beat a one. I'll tell no, you that. Dev- okay, no, no, no. The Eagles, it. dude, the Eagles and Sixers cross rep all the time. The hardest out of anybody. Joel, go back. Joel's just all over the place. He's just worldwide. He's no, yeah, like, but he's not going back to because he's not happy a, to be in Philly. He's not happy. Joel to be in has Philly. been at a at a Real Madrid game in Spain and then a Philly Union game later that night, that same day. Four hours difference time. How do you get, dude? He's a fucking superhuman. 
I'm just saying, Devonta is ring his the bell. Devonta Smith time. is is a top five most drippy person in the NFL, yeah. and he's on and he hasn't even suited up yet. And he doesn't want to be in Philly. Yes, he does. He dude, loves he, Philly. He was so disappointed. He was so disappointed. Oh, he was not, he was, dude. Dude, he was him. Him and Eric Dickerson. What's his name? The center. Oh, uh, Landon. I think his name is Landon. Landon, Landon Dickerson. Yeah. Um, no, you know we're drafting winners, man. They're both, they're, dude. They're with Jalen. Jalen and is back with Devonta. We got Jalen, Dallas. So, would you rather have had Travis? Devonta Smith or yes. Kyle Pitts? Oof, that's tough. Um, yeah, obviously would have rather had Kyle Pitts, but it's it's it it it. Uh, I rest easy knowing that we didn't have the chance to take Kyle Pitts anyway. <laughs> so would you be upset if you had the chance to take Pitts and no, we could have traded up with the 49ers into that spot. We could have done that. Actually. Oh yeah. Cause but, no one else was taking Lance, but them. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah. We, oh no, never mind. That, yeah. We'd have got too cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what we did. I'm happy <laughs> with what we got. I'm happy with how it ended up with for the Cowboys and the giants Cowboys. Um, letting us take a position of need and a very good player in that position at that for just a third round pick was awesome. And simultaneously in the process, keeping the giants from taking probably that player right yeah, before us. Definitely that player. And while taking a player, they probably could have just taken at 10 while preventing the Eagles from who I yeah. think, you know, in my humble opinion, are a little bit, little better off than Giants at this current moment in time. Slightly, not, not. It's slight. If we fail, we're set up to rebound big. Well, so are the Giants. Uh, no, no, no. We we're, we're slight. That's why. That's why. I mean, like, slight. if if Dimes fails, Giants have a good pick, and the Bears pick. I would venture to say at the worst is twelve. Yeah, but the Eagles have the most draft capital for the next three years. Draft capital, schmapital. Doesn't matter. Yeah, bro, we Malik can, we Willis, have, 2022. Like, we have the draft capital to fucking make a move for the number one overall pick if we so choose. Well, so do the Giants. Next year, we have three firsts, a second, a third, a fourth, two fifths, a sixth, and a seventh. Yeah, I think the Giants have two firsts, two seconds, uh, a third, and like three fourths. So we got the Colts first, our first, and the Dolphins first. So um, the 28th pick in the draft or 29th. Oh, we got a bank on Carson being ass. And I didn't want to do that. You won't be. But now I have to. <laughs> I'm forced to do it. I don't want to do it. They're, they're going to be in the AFC Championship game. Colts have to be ass. I should have got him a um, wide receiver, though. Yeah, they, they definitely should have. I saw a very funny meme when uh, it was like when, when Carson Wentz, when, when he sees the Colts took a quarterback, it's like it's that puppy that's all shook with the big eyes. Crazy. <laughs> Deja vu. Deja vu. It's happening again, boys. Giannis and KD had a battle. Did you, did you, did you enjoy that? Yeah, that was, it was crazy. 49-8-4 for the two-time uh, reigning MVP, and then 42-10-2, I think, for KD. So that was only the third time in the history of the NBA slash uh, ABA, whatever, that uh, 
two former MVPs each dropped 40 against each other. The other two times were Wilt Chamberlain and Bob Pettit twice in the same season in 1962. So that that is just, that's an all time classic basically. Yeah. We witnessed it. Um, Did you, did you enjoy how Drew Holiday kind of, kind of clamped Kyrie? Yeah. He got splashed on though. He did, but. Yes. Did, I mean, they won the game, so he did his job. Did as good as you can do against that guy, you know? Yeah. That'll, Definitely that'll better be than Ben Simmons did concept. last time around. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you wonder. Maybe it should be Matisse on it, but who knows? Probably. Why would Matisse can't really KD? shoot most of the time. Why wouldn't Ben be on KD then? He's tall. Like, KD's just well could over everything. Joel could maybe guard him. I don't know. Because Joel guards Giannis when they play. Yeah, but... The Bucks don't have a Cade like a like a Kyrie. I don't or know. Harden. I don't know. We'll see what there's Harden, there's KD, and there's Kyrie. Like, and then I guess Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan who aren't going to do. Blake Griffin might do something, but it's not good enough to put Joel on. Blake Griffin will be dunked on by Joel Embiid ferociously. No, no, Six yes. is going to lose to the yeah. Celtics again. Okay, all right. <laughs> Are you are you like are you genuinely serious about that? No, statement? I think if they play, the Sixers will win. But I could see them. I don't think it'll happen, but I could definitely see the Celtics knocking them out again. The Thunder are literally tanking, and the Celtics lost to them. After the Thunder lost by thirty points to I think the Hornets. That They're I just before. trying. It's it's a mentality thing. It's thirty like zero, points it's like to zero the dark bronze. Like zero, zero dark, dark brownie hit the crit himself. Oh my god! All right, well, that 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 about covers everything, yeah. Yeah, I think that. Oh yeah, fuck LeBron James too. You know he's a stupid bitch. Um, very very contradictory what he's what he said about the playing games. You know, it's real nice having the playing games when you're in the first overall seat, but oh now your team's slipping. because you were out all year and Dennis Schroeder is now shook being just a role player. Is that? Who's also that, out all year, or not out? Who he just got hurt for another two weeks or COVID protocol? Wow, something like that. So, and Bron's not playing tonight because of a sore, because of a ankle, sore ankle. Air quotes, air quotes, because he's lying. It's not a sore ankle. He's 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 just he's just. LeBron just needs to get more hate for what he tried to do in the Super League. He is the one that is spearheading yeah. this. He is talking <laughs> sweet nothings in the Fiorentino Perez's ear. He's like the Chinese market. It's so much money, and they're like, yeah. "Yeah, fuck it, bro. Let's get all like, let's 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 sell out and let's let's do it. Let's ignore the Muslim internment camps. Let's shut up and dribble." Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's where we ended. Yeah, uh, um, he might have made a deal that he just wears a Madrid jersey at a press conference. Fucking guy, sell out, sell out. I swore <laughs> he was a Chelsea fan yesterday, but who cares? And then a Liverpool fan, and then. A- <sighs> And a Yankee yeah. fan, and now he owns the Red Sox and Browns Liverpool. Cowboys, so far. Browns and Cowboys. Yeah. Watch night, night, and that, and that dude. He, he's the type that would show up in one of those split team jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Just openly, just being just, a tool. <laughs> that's only acceptable if you have two children. Not acceptable. Oh, okay. Family. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is the only. Like, if you have two kids who are on, like playing each other, and it's like Giants versus Eagles or whatever, and like you have two sons. Yeah, even then, then, even then, I, just, I'm like, I use the worst dude, example. You need, you need to relax. I mean, like, 
that would end up in a trade because someone's dad would get assaulted. <laughs> I was going to say mom, but I, I'm going to treat, I'm, I'm going to probably think we're a little better than we are. Yeah. Can't get me too. All right. <laughs> um, you have a, you have a wonderful rest of your night. We will catch you all next time. This has been another episode of the We Call It Soccer show. As always, I'm Walker Manning. That's Michael Fahey. And we are the best support on the U.S. men's national team and everything, everything, the United States soccer propaganda related. Yeah, that's that's a valid statement. Wake up, wake up. See you next time, buddy. Goodbye. Gotta hit the blood to make me focus. Lyrics flowing out like hocus pocus.